here's a message from Ken Lavica. Is the Dolphins head coaching job something that people actually want? Stone the Banowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Programs. Turn it up! Turn it up! From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. So apparently Jim Harbaugh isn't going to be the Dolphins coach even after deciding he wanted to leave Michigan for the NFL. And since that didn't happen, he's actually going back to Michigan. And now I don't know what the Dolphins are going to do, and I don't know what the Dolphins are, and I don't know how desirable the Dolphins are at all. So many questions to ask. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3, Thursday edition. And we're coming to you from the Anna John Levine Action and Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, right off of the increasingly warm, thank God, Intracoastal. Stan, Stan, uh, Stone LeBanowitz, Friday Night Lights. He's running things until 2 o'clock here on ESPN 106.3. And because it's Thursday, that means that the station mom, the show queen, Keely Ferguson, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29, joins us in her regular Thursday spot. Hello, queen. Hello. I feel... Yes, Queen. I feel yes. like you should give me a yes. Yes, Queen. Yes. You should add some more uh, adjectives too. Station uh, mom, show queen. Um, I'm now a dog mom. Oh, you are a dog mom. Yeah. Uh, how's that going? What He's, kind of dog? Oh, yeah, it's the French bulldog, right? Yes. Yeah. Those yes. have bulgy eyes. Yes. He's yeah. cute, but I mean, he's a baby, so... I'm up to my uh, neck and pee and poop. Yeah, yeah, been there. Yeah. I have been there. I'm like, whose idea was this? Depending on my Friday or Saturday night, I'm still in that spot, actually. Uh, <laughs> that's a different discussion for a different time. Uh, Keely, I want to talk about, um, I, I, I want to talk about a, a, a proud football franchise. We know them as the <laughs> Miami Dolphins, okay? Uh, I don't know how fans feel about the, the P word, the pride word right now when it comes to the Dolphins, but the Dolphins oh, I didn't cons- know what we were talking about the P word. I was like, wait a minute, what I <laughs> Well, depending into, on what aspect of the organization, uh, but the, 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 the organization, it has a rich history. They have a lot of pride in what they do. Uh, and right now, I suppose, Keely, what would be the what would be the word you would use to describe the current state of the Miami Dolphins based on, oh, I don't know, the last, I mean, you could go 20 years, but really the last 48 hours. Um, can I use two words? Sure. Three. A hot mess. A hot mess. A hot mess. That's A the phrase mess. that best describes the Dolphins. Stone, jump in here. You, you work at Hard Rock Stadium. I've seen you Dolphin Sundays down there. Uh, what, what's the word you would use to describe the last 48 hours of the Miami Dolphins? A failure? Okay, okay. That's fair. That's fair. Failure. Well, that, that works. That's interesting. Well, yesterday, Jeanette described them as uh, another F word, failure. So mm. that's just piggybacking off of that. And you know what? Okay. Both are applicable. Both are applicable. Are they? Let's see. So right now, the Dolphins don't have a head coach. No, they, they do not. They have a, a lawsuit filed against them by their, their former head coach, also uh-huh. alleging that their current owner mm-hmm. offered to pay him $100,000 per loss in 2019. That would be a, oh, how do you say, no-no. Yes. That would be mm-hmm. problematic. And mm-hmm. we discussed that at length yesterday. We focused a lot yesterday on Stephen Ross mm-hmm. and what the Dolphins have been under his tenure. 
But I want to focus more on the organization and then Brian Flores today. But let's talk about the organization right now. They don't have a head coach. Their reputation is low and rough at best right now. And I'm just wondering how desirable the Dolphins actually are. How desirable is this head coaching job? Because Jim Harbaugh and Keeley, I was all in on Jim Harbaugh. And I thought that this was going to happen even after Stephen Ross, after the Dolphins fired Brian Flores, Stephen Ross went to the podium in Miami and said that he wasn't going to pursue Jim Harbaugh. But Mm -hmm. I want you to listen to the wording of what he said very, very closely because this is what actually gave me hope that Jim Harbaugh was actually going to be the next head coach of the Dolphins. Here's Stephen Ross from January 11th. I love Jim Harbaugh. Uh, Had the opportunity once before to come to to the uh, Miami Dolphins. Uh, But uh, he's at the University of Michigan, as everybody really knows. And I guess that's really one of my really... uh, that is my school I graduated from, and I'm very involved in it. And I'm not going to be the person that takes Jim Harbaugh to the University of Michigan. I hope he stays there. He's a great coach. So, Jim Harbaugh. I love Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. So he said, I'm not going to be the one who takes Jim Harbaugh away from the University of Michigan. But what if Jim Harbaugh took himself mm-hmm. away from the University mm-hmm, of Michigan? Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's even reading into anything between the lines, I think it's pretty obvious if Jim Harbaugh wanted to make himself available to the NFL, then the Dolphins and mm-hmm. Stephen Ross would be clear of any any anger that Michigan fans would have towards mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. He'd be able to get him. Jim Harbaugh presented that opportunity yesterday when he went to interview with the Minnesota Vikings. If you go to interview with an NFL team mm-hmm. on National Signing Day, Keely, wouldn't that suggest that a college head coach is ready to make the leap back to the NFL. Okay, yes. Yeah, it, it, like, it, that, mm-hmm. I feel like that's an easy place to go to. This from Bruce Feldman of The Athletic, though. After much speculation, Jim Harbaugh will not be returning to the NFL this year. Harbaugh told Michigan he intends to be the Wolverines coach again in 2022, despite having an all-day interview for the Vikings' head coaching job at the team's facility on Wednesday. The Vikings did not make an offer to Harbaugh before he left Minnesota, something he was expecting when he left Ann Arbor. The situation between Harbaugh and the Vikings seemed to take a turn mid-afternoon, but it wasn't clear what caused it. And so then Harbaugh went slinking back to Michigan and said, you know what, (laughs) I'll take that deal. We're good to go. So for me, it's disappointing because it seems like Jim Harbaugh was ready to make the leap to the NFL and Stephen Ross could easily acquire him then because he's leaving Michigan. And now that time has passed. So I would like to um, consider a set of alternative facts. Okay. If if you will. Sure. True alternative facts. Uh-huh. Not, not like the, the just throwing the term out right. there when it's Co- not convenient. Correct. Right. First thing you said is National Signing Day, which it was. Mm-hmm. But let's not forget, we have the early signing period. So at this point, the traditional na- National Signing Day is almost a formality, A. B, everybody has already made their decisions of what they're going to be. So now we're just putting pen to paper on this day. So as a college coach, do you really need to be around anywhere? So I think we won't be reading too much into that. Okay. C, it, it's always good to let the person that you're with, in this case Michigan, know that you're still wanted elsewhere. Yeah. Make, make sure you come right. And then the other thing is, I think we realize this with Nick Saban and now Jim Harbaugh. The NFL is not really as desirable if, if, if what you want to do is coach. Because it feels like that is the pinnacle 
of success. It's kind of like in TV. The thought is the pinnacle is network. Mm-hmm. But then there are people that go to network and say, mm. <laughs> I had a, I had a, I had a friend. Unless you're living a floor above Jeff Zucker. Yeah. <laughs> then okay. life is good. I am going to keep talking. Current event, current events on Ken Levick Alive. It we can do too, that too. Too <laughs> much. Yeah. <laughs> too yeah. much, kid. Get it, Zuck. But, but I had a friend once, um, still have a friend, who does work network, but he works for a different organization. Mm. And he said, you know, everybody thinks they want to be at this place until they're actually there. And then they get there and realize this ain't all it's cracked oh, yeah. up to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I say that about NFL head coaching jobs. You're more beloved in college, particularly a place like Ann Arbor or Tuscaloosa, where there are like it's different if you go to a USC. Mm. It's not that USC isn't awesome, but there's too much other stuff going on. Sure. I just you think what's what I mean? different about this is Jim Harbaugh was in the NFL world and saw success in the NFL world, and, and so he knows what he's getting into. Sucked, though. Well, going to Minnesota, <laughs> I mean, it, did you see the temperature last night with the U.S. soccer two degrees up there? Like, I don't. I, you're right. Like, I don't blame yeah. him. I wouldn't want to live in the winter in St. Paul and in Minnesota. But I mean, I just I feel like Jim Harbaugh made himself available and made it known. Hey, NFL, now I'm ready to talk and flirt. And he flirted with one team, and that one team wasn't the team that I wanted him to flirt with and I thought made most sense for him to flirt with. And now the time has passed. And the bigger part of this is now the Dolphins are still stuck without a coach. They don't have Jim Harbaugh, and Stephen Ross loves Jim Harbaugh. And now we just sit here. And here's Evan's theory. Okay, Evan Cohen, who you hear 1155, 555 every day here on ESPN 106. Let, let, let me read this to you and have you react to it. Evan tweeted last night, Harbaugh was going to the Dolphins all along. He saw what Ross may have done and got the hell out before ever getting in. The Vikings were never it. They were a ploy to ultimately be the Dolphins' head coach. And you know what? I don't even think that's crazy conspiracy theory. I mm-hmm. think there's probably some weight to that. But but saw what was going on may have been before pre-lawsuit, but definitely now post-lawsuit. Yeah, the lawsuit don't. crushed any chance yes. there was going to be dialogue. For sure. But that, that that is why I want to pose this question. Is the Dolphins coaching job now diminished, damaged because of what's happened over the last 48 hours? The lawsuit, the Brian Flores allegations, the Dolphins job, is it damaged and diminished because of what has taken place? Or was it already damaged and diminished because it's the Dolphins. I guess what I'm asking is, is the Dolphins coaching job a desirable one? We're talking about one of the all-time historic NFL franchises in one of the most desirable places on the planet to live and to make your living. And it seems like Jim Harbaugh is like, I'm good at Ann Arbor, Michigan, with a reduced contract that they made me eat and prove that I should actually keep my job a year ago. And that had to be a huge ego hit. He knows Stephen Ross loves him, and he's going to go back to Ann Arbor. And now the Dolphins are sitting here, left hanging in the wind, and they have Mike McDaniel. The unproven 49ers offensive coordinator is really their only option. Okay, there's so many questions you ask. Uh, No, to the first question, is it is it diminished? It's taken a hit, but people will still want to come here. Let, let's but what kind of people? Because I want quality people. I want people that actually know how to coach. 
Cut it out. You're, I'm just saying. You're still the ugly stepsister like of the NFL. Cut it out. Just because Brian Flores came here and had success. Don't act like <laughs> don't act like it's like we 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 it now. Cut it out. That's number one. Like take who you can get. Number two, how old are Jim Harbaugh's kids? Because I, I think what we forget, and this is why the show Stone is our designated age. This is Look why the as well. this is why the show mom is important. Okay. Because you said he could have gone here. He could have gone there. You don't know what his family said. His family might have said, you know what? We're good in Ann Arbor. It's kind of a mess in Miami. You know what? I got people looking for me uh, in Brickle. And Hialeah, so looking let me, for me. So let me, let's just stay here. Yeah, and, I don't want to get my I'm, head on a swivel. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and, and I'm, I'm joking, obviously, with that part. But I, I think that this did not help. I, I agree and disagree with Evan's conspiracy theory. I agree that, yeah, it might have been his job, but it may have been... 5149 uh, and then that just pushed it back over the edge for him to stay in Ann Arbor you know what I'm yeah. saying and and the, and the Vikings job was just a hey don't be fooled Ann Arbor the people still want me yeah you know what I'm saying I that, guess, that, that's all I'm saying I guess I'm just concerned because you shouldn't be you go from Joe Philbin to Adam Gase mm-hmm. And then Brian Flores comes, and he had winning seasons, didn't make the playoffs, but he still had winning seasons, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. he couldn't get along with the general manager, allegedly, the general manager that the owner is very loyal to. The general and so, manager who's black, by the way. The, who is black, exactly. Mm-hmm. But those two could not get along with one another, reportedly, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so the GM won, and the owner obviously won the power struggle. Mm-hmm. And so now we sit here, and it's February 3rd, and the Dolphins still don't have a coach while Brian Dable's already been gobbled up by the Giants. Mm-hmm. And now Jim Harbaugh did interview with an NFL team, but it wasn't the Dolphins, and he's going back to Michigan. And there's a class action lawsuit and an allegation that the owner uh, was offering $100,000 per loss. And I can't help but think that the Dolphins' coaching job right now is taking a massive hit. I don't think the Dolphins' coaching job is desirable right now. I don't think it's a desirable job. I think it's a bottom half of the league job, and I think you have a divisive quarterback, and I love Tua, Mm -hmm. but Tua never gets the benefit of the doubt. You know that there's a bit of a project there. You know the offensive side of the ball, talent-wise, is an absolute mess. You know that there's all this lingering controversy. I think the Dolphins are a little bit of trouble right now, and if if Mike McDaniel, the 49ers offensive coordinator, says, you know what, there's just too much stuff here right now Mm -hmm, i'm staying mm -hmm. in a comfortable spot in san fran then what the hell do the dolphins do and i get what you're saying somebody will take the job and then in three years we'll do it again we'll do it again yeah we'll be talking about this in in three years but i think what we also have to remember because this is what happens when you're married to a lawyer i said i gotta because i know know a lot about what's going on with brian flores but when you're married to a lawyer he says make sure you read the complaint i'm like oh Mm-hmm. Do you know how long that, th- that... Did you read the complaint? I did read the complaint. That's 50 pages. No, I, I know, I know. <laughs> I know, I know. I sort of <laughs> glossed over... Uh, it's very long. Yeah. But but I, what I took... And we'll talk about this a little bit later, I'm sure. Um, because I have read complaints, not written a complaint. <laughs> I've, I've read complaints and made sure I's were dotted and T's were crossed. I knew uh, where to look for who mm-hmm. the attorneys were. Mm-hmm. And I was very interested to see who his re- attorneys were on this. Who the He has two firms yeah. that were uh, that are working on this case. So he has as many lawyers as he had uh, offensive coordinators last year. He does. He does. He has a, he's a, has a lot of attorneys working on this. He has five. If, if we go with just the, the lead ones, he has, yeah. I think, five 
working on it. Five or six. Hey, he had like five or six people uh, calling plays, and he wouldn't identify who was calling <laughs> plays last year. So it, so, it, it fits. But but and my point for bringing up the complaint was that there are um, all the teams are in it. I mean, the Gi- the Giants um, are named in the lawsuit. Mm-hmm. Broncos. So it's not in the Broncos. And and um, what did they call it? 30, 29 other John Doe NFL teams. So uh-huh. you, you, like, yeah. you mean the rest of the league. Yeah. Is that what you mean? I did think it was creative. That was yeah. good. So, and they, but then they named all the teams. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I don't know right. what we're talking about here. Right. So it, if, if the sentiment is the Dolphins aren't a desirable job because of this lawsuit, then none of the other teams are. Got it. Got it. But so, ain't nobody about to quit their job. But the problem is the Dolphins also, in addition to the lawsuit, in addition to the owner being identified, in addition to being the team that just, to many, surprisingly fired mm-hmm. the man who's filing the lawsuit, also uh, now have more NFL investigations uh, over the last 11 years than they have playoff wins. As many <laughs> NFL investigations as playoff appearances and they don't appear close in any way, shape, or form to competing for a conference championship and probably not even a division championship. That's where you add all of that, and I just don't think the Dolphins' job is desirable. And I think that this is problematic right now because you're really left with, because Kevin O'Connell is about to be off the board. Mm. The Vikings are going to hire him instead of Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh's off the board. Brian Dable's off the board. And if Mike McDaniel takes himself off the board, then... You have some issues. Is the Dolphins coaching job desirable? If we were to do like a one through five, least desirable to most desirable, one through five, one being the least, five being the most, where do the Dolphins sit in there? Is the Dolphins coaching job desirable? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And you can tweet at us, KLV1063. Uh, that is uh, how you get a hold of the show. Again, 888 760 Three seven seven six. This is the Miami damn Dolphins, Keely. Like this is <laughs> this is a team that while uh, the the rest of the country will make fun of how many fans infiltrate Hard Rock Stadium of mm-hmm. other teams during the course of a season, it's still a team that has one of the best traveling fan bases mm-hmm. in all of football mm-hmm. because they were exposed so much to the nation with Monday Night Football when it was at its peak, its inception, 70s and 80s, because the Dolphins were a big name and that carried over and they're a known quantity and they're in South Florida and Mm -hmm. South Florida is hot, like literally and figuratively right now. No state Uh, tax. No state tax. Mm -hmm. Exactly. All the things you hear about why this is a great place to be, except the Dolphins can't figure it out. And not only can they not figure it out, as we discussed yesterday, every time there's a crisis with the Dolphins, it's not just local. It makes national news. Yeah, that's all Florida like, news, the, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, no, you're exactly right. But, like, when, when your former coach is on CNN. Right. On MSNBC. Yeah. When it's CBS, the lead story. He yeah, he's on CBS. Yeah, uh, he's on every. He yeah. made the rounds. He made the rounds he yesterday. Made the rounds. When the Dolphins screw up, it's not just in the local paper. It's not just the Palm Beach Post. It's it's everywhere. Whether it's Bullygate with Richie Incognito oh, and Jonathan yeah. Martin. Whether it's Oh my god, you took me back. One of Brian oh, Hey, the good old days of Dolphin scandals. Whether it was Brian Flores and his assistant coach snorting coke off of a glass desk in the facility in Davy while he's FaceTiming his stripper girlfriend. Whether it is Jeez. courting Jim Harbaugh the first time around while you have a sitting head coach and then you have to have a press conference sitting six inches away from 
him awkwardly extending his contract because you went behind his back. It's all of these things that <laughs> blow up. Why would anyone want to be a part of this? And me as a fan, I'm just banging my head into the wall because when does it end? And I wouldn't blame a coach for not wanting to come here. And yet they still do. But who? Who? Who's still doing it? I don't know, wise old Al. Why didn't Brian <laughs> why didn't Brian Dable want to come down here? He coached two in college and decided <laughs> And maybe that's why he was like, uh, I'm good. Like, like you can't tell me that listen. Stone, Brian Dable chose Daniel Jones over Tua. Quite literally. I mean, Keely, I mean, you know how that's like a kick to the groin. Like, I can feel it right now. It's like you took your right You're foot weird. and just kicked me right in the groin. And you can feel that right now. Yeah, yeah, It's like sympathy pain. I don't know. I'm sympathizing with myself, but yes, yes. I, I feel that. Anytime I... Daniel please Jones over two all in. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, please. What am I feeling? What is that psychosomatic pain I'm feeling? Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. You the, might need to see a doctor. Yeah, I was going to say. I, I was going to say. I may need uh, some uh, some sort of medication. <laughs> um, is the Dolphins' coaching job desirable? If you're going to go most desirable, least desirable, one through five, one being the least, five being the most, where do we sit? Is the Dolphins coaching job desirable? Because I'm worried that we're sitting at like a a two right now. It's not a one, that's Jacksonville. But you have Trevor Lawrence. So maybe they're in the same neighborhood, even though Trevor Lawrence looked really bad, but he's lucky he gets the Urban Meyer benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Right? Like mm-hmm. That's the one benefit. You can say, oh, that really hurt that young quarterback's development that Urban Meyer was his coach and all the drama of last year. But for me, always looking for an excuse. If I'm Trevor Lawrence, I'd say, but that was my issue. Urban Meyer was my coach. Clean slate. Year two, that's my rookie season. That's how I would operate. Keith. And if you're a diehard Jags fan, you would argue that Trevor Lawrence played good down the stretch. His last few games when they took down the Colts, like, no, yeah, yeah for you sure. should go into the offseason at least a little bit confident. But what I love about the Jaguars and what they're going to be, and I don't know, have you ever have you ever played a round of golf? I have not. Okay. I, I've <laughs> gone. But let me tell you what happened. And Stone can back me up on My this. My dad used Hell to play yeah. all the time when I was a kid. Okay. Well, and, and, and I go with So him. your dad could attest to this as well, though. You hack it around for three hours, and you suck, and everything's terrible, and you get to 18, and you know what you do? You par. You hit a long putt, you par, or you birdie, and that's what keeps coming you back, bringing you back. Like, for three hours, it's miserable, and you suck. And then you hit 18, and you do something uplifting, and then you're like, oh, next weekend, we'll do it again, play another 18. And it's the same process oh. over and over and over again. So that is what is like Jacksonville is feeling right now. Mm. Everything sucked. And then you got to 18, you got to the last game of the season, and then you played well, and they're like, oh, there's hope. Let's do it again next year. Oh, see, I thought you were going to say going to the 19th hole. That's why people keep coming back. Oh, well, that's inevitable. That's why people keep coming back. Well, for me, if the whole round sucks, then the 19th hole is me just getting, you know, blind drunk. But then (laughs) I start doing that thing where I, if things went well for me, if I finished 18 well, I'm the type of person that I get a little drunk and I start paying for people's drinks. And then it's a major financial hit for me. So it's almost better if 18 sucks for me. Okay. Yeah. I need, to, I need to see Drunk Ken. I hear Drunk Ken is so oh, friendly. Back in the day. Oh, yeah. Very, very. Before the pandemic, very huggy, very touchy uh, <laughs> Drunk Ken. Now, you know, keeping my six feet. Oh, okay? okay. Or I'll hug you, but you've got to be triple vaxxed. 888 <laughs> And I'll check your card. 888 <laughs> 760-3776. One being the least, five being the most desirable. Where does the Dolphins coaching job sit? 
Is the Dolphins coaching job desirable? Because this has been a, a, a very, very rough last 48 hours, and I'm just concerned. I'm, I'm legitimately concerned. Let's go to the phones. Joe's in Jupiter. Joe, you're on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Joe? How are y'all? Good, bud. As you, you probably would have been better. Well, I'm not, as you know, I'm not a Dolphins fan, but I think it's a zero. And have we ever had a situation? What if nobody wants to coach? What do they do? I mean, they got to have a coach. And 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 the second question I have for you is, can you get with your intel and make sure that they give Kellen Moore another call? Because I know he interviewed with them, and they please take him off of our team and let him become coach. Well, the Dolphins. this is and that's, how, and, that's my Cowboys guy. And Joe, I appreciate it. And Joe, this is how this is going to go down. The Dolphins are once Mike McDaniel says, "Sorry, I'm staying with my boy Kyle out in San Francisco." <laughs> Kellen Moore will be the next head coach of the Dolphins. I mean, that's how this has to happen, right, Stone? I mean, it's fair. There, no Dolphins fan wants Kellen Moore right now. No Cowboys fan wants Kellen Moore right now. Kellen Moore interviewing with the Dolphins. He will be the Dolphins coach. He'll go to a fan base that didn't want him, leaving a fan base that didn't want him. I think if you ask Kellen Moore, he wouldn't want to coach the Dolphins with Tua. I mean, to go from Dak to Tua is not easy, and I don't think that's something that he would want to do. What if they got turned down by Kellen Moore, too? Now, that <laughs> would be... Actually, all right, this is a good time to break this out. Um, by the way, uh, is the Dolphins coaching job desirable from one being the least, five being the most, where would you rate the Dolphins? Joe and Jupiter said a zero. 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, and tweeted us KL, at KLV1063. I say a two. I say a two. So where would you say they were pre-lawsuit? A two. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. So No, I would say like a three, enough to bring Harbaugh <laughs> in. But I, I kind of, and I sort of scoffed at it last night when I saw Evan's tweet about... Uh, Harbaugh, uh, you know, looking at what was going down in Miami and uh, the Vikings were going to be the in for the Dolphins and for Steven Ross in particular. And then he saw that and he's like, nope, back to Michigan I go. I think there's something to that because this is how I thought it was going to play out. Harbaugh flirts with one team and then the Dolphins swoop in and then it didn't happen. But I think I think w- the key point that you guys are missing, again, pre-lawsuit stuff, is that the biggest issue with Brian Flores pre-lawsuit was that he didn't get along with the general manager and the owner. And a lot of coaches, Jim Harbaugh one included, they want to have the run of the team. That's why although the Cowboys job will always be a desirable job, there are people, uh, save for McCarthy now, the, the coaches before that were definitely coaches, you could argue, that were ones that would be subordinate to Jerry Jones. Because yeah. Jerry Jones is running the show. He's oh, yeah, tell- he's the ultimate alpha. He's telling you, like, I'm the owner and the GM. I'm going to make the decision. Yeah. And some people are like, can you just stay in your office? Stay yeah. over there. And then they and say, like, wait. No, and they're like, doing it. Are you smiling at me or is that just your plastic surgery? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you smiling at me so much, Jerry? <laughs> Where's your nose, he's by the way? Yeah, he's yeah. Very he's like, your nose gets pointier every every single year. And I think that's what people forget about the NFL. It's not co- they're both big business, but at least in college, as a head coach, you have a lot more run and mm-hmm. say about what goes on. And if we're looking at people that are leaders of men, whether they're young men or now we're talking about NFL, these are men with families. You got to figure out how to pick and choose that battle. And some people just don't want the fight. They don't want to deal with it because they're like, that That just doesn't work well with my personality. Sure, sure. Like if you read part of the, the Flores complaint where he said 
he um, he felt like the media spun him as the angry black man. And I yeah. was like, did they? Yeah. I don't know, I, but I don't know. I'm not. Well, I, I, I'm not a black man, so I don't know if if what the media was saying about him made him feel that way. Yeah. Or that's how the media was quote unquote trying to spin it. I yeah. don't know. I think there's probably well. I think inherently, I agree with Brian Flores, where it's easy for some people to go to the, oh, that's just an angry black guy. Can't work with him. Like, I think there's something to that. Like, I, I do. I do believe that. But why can't people just be jerks? Well, I think Brian, well, I think Brian Flores has some jerk <laughs> in him, and I think he has some lack of communication in him as well. We're going to talk about Brian Flores. We're definitely going to talk about Brian Flores. Uh, let's go uh, to John Santucci. John, I'm so good to hear. Fr- it's so good to hear from you. Sorry about your bills, by the way. <laughs> yeah, we're still in mourning. <laughs> How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I'm just freaking out about the Dolphins never getting a, 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 a qualified head coach again. But other than that, things are great. Yeah, listen, I've been listening to your deal 100%. This is the worst job in the NFL to be the Dolphins head coach. 100%, okay. I, without, here's why. I, I listened to this deal. Mike Shanahan said a couple years ago that well, he would ask two questions when he went into a job interview. Mm-hmm. Who's the owner and who's the quarterback? <laughs> what what answer do, do the uh, Dolphins have at those two questions? You yeah. have an owner who's being sued, and it looks worse by the day or by the minute, depending on the reporting. And you have a quarterback that apparently you're saddled with who I don't think can win in the NFL. Yeah. Well, So yeah. if you're stuck with Tua and Steven Ross as your guys, this is what you're going with, I, I don't feel very good. Well, John, that was not uplifting, but it's also correct. <laughs> and, and it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, I cannot argue with that and appreciate you, John. Thank you, brother. John, uh, John Santucci, one of, the, one of the best single journalists in Palm Beach County, the Treasure Coast, by the way. Um, but – Who's the owner? Who's the QB? Right. One's being sued. One has more NFL investigations than playoff wins in his time as the Dolphins owner. And the quarterback is the same guy whose college offensive coordinator opted to go with Daniel Jones as opposed to him. (laughs) I would argue Daniel Jones is better than Tua Tagovailoa confidently. Say that last name again. Tagovailoa. Tongue by law. All right, close enough. Whatever. So, so, <laughs> so you see, now listen. These Stone Labanowitz mm-hmm. just told you mm-hmm. that Daniel Jones is better than Tua, and so why are you questioning why Brian Dable didn't come here? You right. see what I'm saying? Like, well, we're, we're hell making Stone says it. Listen, anybody that's named Stone, <laughs> you gotta listen to him. Hey, okay, right. those were good South Fork offenses when he was in high school. You know what right? I'm saying? Dable that's that's your birth name, right? Yeah, it is. That's what I'm saying. Mama and Daddy Labanowitz knew <laughs> what was coming down the pipe. They said we gonna name this baby Stone. Coming down the pipe. So we've got we've got we've got a that zero. That could have been taken so many different ways. <laughs> coming down the and pike. I, and yep. I did not mean it in any way that it could have been taken. <laughs> I've taken it in every way imaginable. Uh, one through five. One being the least. Five being the most. How desirable is the Dolphins' coaching job so far? We've got a zero. Uh, John Santucci says it's 100% the worst job in the NFL. So two zeros. I give it a, yeah, two <laughs> zeros. Right, right. I give it a two, but am I being generous giving it a two? Am I being generous giving it a two, a team that went on a, a seven-game winning streak this past season, <laughs> yet it's a zero or 100% the worst job in the NFL? Real quick, one through five, where would you go, Keely? I'm going to go with two. A two. Stone? I want to go three because of the defense. 
It's such a bright spot. Okay. Because of the defense. Is the Dolphins coaching job desirable? One being the least, five being the most. Where do you rate it? We'll continue with your calls. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And then KLV1063 on Twitter. A lot of social media reaction to this as well. Uh, you know what's a five? Most desirable. Most effective. Well, it's the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. Title sponsor of Ken Levick Alive. It is your path to the sports industry. Internationally ranked, according to Sport Business, up 11 spots from a year ago. And it's because they offer everything. It's because they have their remote classes. You don't have to be on campus in Boca to take classes with the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. It's because the professors are in the sports industry. It's because that... MBA, once you get it, once you present it, a potential employer says, oh, wait a minute, this is a good thing, and you're in good shape. This is your red carpet of the sports industry. It's the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Dr. Jim Reardon, the man in charge, they've been doing it for 22 years, guiding the sports executives of tomorrow. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. Check it out. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. If we're rating it, least desirable is a one, most desirable is a five. Where does the Dolphins coaching job rank? Because they don't have a coach. And it's February 3rd, and Jim Harbaugh is going back to college. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. She's Keely Ferguson, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. You are listening to Ken Levick Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken Levick. <laughs> I love Keeley. I absolutely love Keeley. The Dolphins, that is, uh, that's, that's hit and miss. I'm, <laughs> I'm concerned right now about the Dolphins because they are taking so many, so many shots, and rightfully so, but they still don't have a coach, and the guy I thought was going to be their coach, Jim Harbaugh, is now going back to Michigan. I don't know how desirable the Dolphins' head coaching job is. Ken Levick Alive is presented by... The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. Thank you, Deep Voice. Ken Levick, Keely Ferguson, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. She's on her weekend, though, so you're not going to see her until Monday. Sorry, uh, you missed out. Sunday? No. What? This is my last day. Oh, so you'll see her tonight. And then she's yes. on her weekend. But she's really her late up. tonight, uh, we have Olympics. So I don't come on Wait, the Olympics midnight. start tonight? I know, right? Snuck up on us. Wait, wait, wait. Did anyone else know this? The Olympics start tonight. They might have started yesterday. I knew but. they were coming up. <laughs> I didn't know they started tonight. All I know is it affects me coming on TV late. Oh, no. I did did anyone else not know the Olympics started tonight? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. This is... God's honest truth news to me. I'm not trying to like put on a bit. I knew they were coming up. I didn't know it was tonight. Where has been, where have any of the commercials been? Where's any of the lead up to it been? Where's any of the hype for it? Do I just not watch enough? The only time I'm really watching NBC these days is when, well, Keely or Theo or Tyree are on WPTV News Channel 5. The best damn local TV sports coverage you're going to find, by the way, and don't let anybody tell you otherwise. That's right. But am I just missing these commercials? Like, it technically starts tomorrow, I think, but we have early events. Okay. 
So I guess the opening ceremony is a tomorrow. Look, don't get me lying to you. I I'm I don't get into the Winter Olympics as much, except figure skating. I do you love like figure some, skating. I do love me. Well, some what's going to be great is I didn't know the Olympics start tonight, and then what's going to happen is I'm going to start acting like I'm an expert in every yeah. single sport. Like if there is controversy in curling next well, week, I'm going to jump on here and act like I know what I'm talking about. Well, and here's the thing: it had to be February. Well, it's February fourth in China. True. In 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 a, in a few hours, it's True. February fourth in China. Happy February fourth, so China. <laughs> I don't know what I don't even know what I'm saying. Uh, the Dolphins coaching job. How desirable is it? I say a two. If you're going one through five, one being the least, five being the most. Um, I think the Dolphins are are in a concerning spot and a possible sort of fork in the road spot here because this is bad timing to have all of this drop on them. Ricardo's been waiting patiently. Ricardo's in West Palm. Ricardo, thanks for hanging on. Appreciate you. What do you got? No problem. Um, first and foremost. I want to come up and t- uh, talk to Miss Ferguson and say that I disagree with her on the fact that we, the, the Dolphins, don't need just any coach. They need a good coach to come up and take the reins and do what do what he has to do to make our team back to being a competitive team. Yeah, I've been I've been a season ticket holder since the Philbin area era. Uh-huh. So it, it's been really really hard. <laughs> yeah. It's been really, really hard, but, you know, we've overcome a lot. And I think the team itself, desirable-wise, the team itself is like a three, four. But to be in the organization is like a one to a two because of the fact that they, they, they came up and, and dug a big hole for them with this situation. That's interesting, Ricardo. That's so the team that a coach would be inheriting is a three, but working for that organization sort of feels like a one or a two. And I think that's significant coming from a season ticket holder. If that's how you view that, yeah. the Dolphins need to pay attention to that. Because of the fact that the, we have a good defense. We have a really, really good defense. We have a young team that can do many, many things. Is two of the guy. I think personally that if we get an offensive line that can hold and be a little bit better than they were this past year, um, Tua can do a lot. If you give him the opportunity and you give him the right coaches around him, I think he can do a lot. Um, you know, whatever the manage, whatever the higher ups decide to do is what they want to do. And if they want to get rid of him, you know, I'm sad for him. You know, but it is what it is. It's a business. Ricardo, did you, you know? uh, did you renew your season tickets for next year? Unfortunately, I didn't because I'm moving. I'm going. I'm. I'm trying to move to Germany. So. Oh wow. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's a pretty drastic thing to get away from the Dolphins. But uh, no, but but uh, <laughs> no, uh, but, but 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 trust me, I'm gonna find every which way. I did it when I was in Germany. Um, back in uh in 2000s, uh 2008, when I was in uh in the military, I I, I, I tried watching the games every which way I could. So. I still, I'm a diehard Dolphins fan. I will still be it till the day I die. Ricardo, love it, and good luck the with the move. Ownership has nothing to do with it. Good luck with the move. Thank brother. you, thank you. You guys have a blessed day. All right, you, you too, Ricardo. Yeah, Keely, but no, a good see, coach. But no, here's the thing. Ricardo just proved my point. He said, no matter what, I'm going to be a Dolphins fan to the day I die. It's an NFL head coaching job in South Florida where it's warm, we have beaches. There's no state tax. There's stuff to do in Miami. You got Art Basel and all kinds of stuff going on. Somebody's going to come here. That is with, I, I've taken jobs before. They told me the job was a mess. I'm like, it'll be fine. I can change it. The job was a mess. It's sort of like dating. Like, oh, I can change him. I can change him. Right? And then it doesn't work out. You it's see? Again, it's like Kim Kardashian 
and and Pete Davidson. Uh, let's go to <laughs> Joel in Palm Beach Gardens. What's up, Joel? Hey, Ken. I uh, I think I think your two rating is a little harsh. Um, I, I would go with a three. Okay. Um, just a little background. I was a season ticket holder for the Redskins for 26 years. I live down in South Florida now. Next year will be my first year as a season ticket holder for the Dolphins. Still a Redskins fan, but I want to see the Dolphins do well. Relax, but, Joel. It's the Commanders. Um, <laughs> man, you better you better transition uh, to Commanders. Come on now. HTTC. I'm going from one mess to an, one mess to another. I was going to say but, you but your taste in football sucks, man. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but listen for both teams. There's a lot of history there. There is. You know, they've, they've been to Super Bowls. It's been a while. Um, and the foundation for the Dolphins is there. Yeah. I would say the job is a little bit less than the Saints, but definitely a lot more than the Texans. Like, who wants to go to the Texans' oh, job? Yeah. I, would agree. You know? I love it, Joel. I would agree. I would agree. But I think it's a good job. No, like like um, she said before, South Florida, no state taxes. Who doesn't want to live in Ricardo's going to Jersey. I did the opposite. I moved from Jersey down to uh, South Florida. It's beautiful down here. They got a great foundation, winning record last year. This will pass. Joel, appreciate it. He's going to Germany, not Jersey. But uh, and trust me when I tell you, Germany, a lot more beautiful than Jersey. <laughs> Been to both. I'll take Germany. I'm just saying. Now, see, you know what? I'm not going to leave when you leave because the Jersey people are going to come get you. <laughs> no, nobody wants that. Uh, Jay is in Boca. What's going on, Jay? Jay, but that's okay. Well, listen, first and foremost, he's 100% going to hire a black coach. He has to hire a black coach to show him that he's not racist. And, uh, and he, the perfect person probably is like a Tony Dungy type. He's someone who has a personality and his character is beyond reproach. So, but 100% they're going to hire a black coach, and they need someone, like I said, with a, a great personality. Now, Jay, let me work. ask you. Let me ask you though, Jay, because they they did hire a black coach, and they were the only team to have a black coach and a black GM. I don't, I don't know if if they're the ones that need to be proving that they are lacking in the diversity diversity hiring department. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, but Brian said that you know that. He got fired because of discrimination. So, you know, believe me, yeah. in a hiring a black coach. I don't know who it's going to be, but, like, if Tony Dungy, and that would be the type that, you know, that they would need, some something like that. Okay, thanks, guys. Thanks, Jay. Uh, Tony Dungy's not going to be the Dolphins coach. Uh, no. Or anybody's or coach. Or anybody's coach. Yeah. He's like, I'm done with that. Yeah, yeah. Those days, uh, those days are past. Uh, Jim Caldwell, maybe. Are the Dolphins feeling like they have to hire a black coach? <laughs> you think he's going to come back so. to the Dolphins? He's like, mm. yeah, he's like, yeah, forget that. That is, um, that is not happening. Uh, it, it, I, again, the Dolphins are at fault for a lot of things. Being a part of the diversity hiring problem, they're probably on the lower end of where the issues are in what is a problematic NFL. But they're they're probably not the poster children for that. But now they are. You see what I'm saying? If you don't, if you don't realize that they have a black GM, when the uh, because it says that plainly, it says Brian Flores, comma a black man, comma, mm-hmm. and then it says all these other things that are going on as far as discrimination is concerned, and there aren't enough black head coaches in the NFL. I agree with that. I agree with all of that. But were those the people to? Was that the organization to come against? 
You know what I'm saying? Like because there's a lot more to unpack with this. A, a lot. Here, let, let's let's we will unpack it. I promise. And I I get you once a week, so we are going to unpack it here. We are going to do this. I love Keely Ferguson, and I'm glad she's here because I think there's legitimate discussions to be had about this. Keely Ferguson, WPTV News Channel Five, WFLX Fox Twenty Nine. I'm Ken Lavecca. The Dolphins' coaching job: one being the least, five being the most desirable. Where does it land? Where does it sit? One through five, least to most, is the Dolphins coaching job desirable? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And you can tweet at us at KLV1063. Also, did you know the Olympics start tonight? What in the <laughs> hell? I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. You are listening to Ken Levick Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken Levicka. The Dolphins coaching job, is it still desirable? We've got, if we go least desirable to most desirable, one through five, we've gotten a zero. We've gotten 100%. It's the least desirable job in all of football. It's a three. That's pretty optimistic. I say a two. Keely says, you said a three, right? You know what? I, I Can I put a two and a half? Yeah, sure, fine. A two and a half. That's fine. Two and a half. Uh, not Stone, quite three, but not quite two. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Two and a half. It's good. I like that. What about you, Stone? What did you say? I said three. You said three. We got a three product on the field, a one, if you're talking about working in that organization. It's just so frustrating. How has it come to this? It looks like things are, 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 are looking up, and now it's like back to square one. You went on a seven-game winning streak after starting one and seven, and then you let go of your coach, and then there's the lawsuit, and you still don't have a coach, and your main target, Jim Harbaugh, is going back to Michigan. The whole thing sucks. Ken Levick Alive is presented by... The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Is the Dolphins coaching job desirable? One through five, least to most desirable. That's how we're ranking it. Where does the Dolphins coaching job sit? Bob's in Boston. What's going on, Bob? Hey, how you doing, guys? Good. I got. I guess I got to say this franchise is radioactive right now. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. not about race. Flores is a guy with great integrity. The other guy that took the money and said he didn't know where it came from. It's not. That's a, that's a that's an issue of integrity. This this is like Marv shot. Uh, if there's anything, any truth to this whole thing about nosediving, NFL has to get in and shake up ownership of this franchise. Yeah. To tank a team, people are paying hard-spent money. These players give all they want their whole lives to play, and you get an owner up there playing games, tanking teams. And it's, it's unbelievable. I mean, this is the tip. This is like the Titanic. This is the tip of the iceberg. It, this is transcends race relations. This it, is it would be the whole integrity of the biggest sport in the world. Yeah, it, it would be significant. And you mentioned Margeshot, and appreciate the call, Bob. Stone, uh, yesterday you asked, oh, when was the last time an owner would have been stripped of ownership? Well, first there was Donald Sterling mm-hmm. with the Clippers. But then before that That's a good one. was Margeshot with the Reds because of, well, Nazi things. So that was problematic. Um, but uh, but but this, yeah, it, like we're talking match fixing. We're talking game fixing. That's significant. Let me ask you this mm-hmm. though, Keely. Okay. Because Brian Flores, and again, I 
Uh-oh. I took some crap Deep on breath. social media uh, about this today because I think some believe I'm trying to diminish what Brian Flores is attempting to do here, and, and I, I am not. I was, I'm just trying to approach this from a football perspective, mm-hmm. okay? Brian Flores, I still think you could make a case for his firing for the Dolphins, okay? I, I think that he showed deficiencies as a coach, certainly as a communicator, certainly as one who was able to hire a capable staff. Bad, mm-hmm. bad, bad, mm-hmm. bad, mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm. But I also stand by what he's trying to do and lead the fight against diversity hiring issues in the NFL. I believe there's a big problem. I believe that there was unfair treatment of him. He was put in an untenable situation at times. And I understand why he included the accusation of match fixing against Stephen Ross. But here's where I think Brian Flores potentially hurt himself because... While Brian Flores is fighting for something that's a long-term fix, it's aspirational at this point. The immediacy of having to look into an owner potentially paying a coach to lose, a potentially trying to match fix, mm-hmm. that's significant. That grabs your attention more than Brian Flores and the instances of, of, uh, of potential discrepancies in diversity hiring. I think Brian Flores hurt his cause hurt his initial messaging by including that about Stephen Ross Mm -hmm. and the match fixing in that lawsuit because obviously we're going to focus on that because it's significant. Mm -hmm. Well, it muddies the waters because what does one have to do with the other? Mm -hmm. Um, But I have a set of questions for you before before we delve into my questions. Oh, do ask. I have a set of questions. So you you say there's a diversity problem in the Mm -hmm. NFL, and I'm not saying there isn't. Why do you say that? I think the numbers do speak for themselves. And what are the numbers supposed to look like? Uh, the numbers should be more than one out of 32. What should they be? I don't know. If if there were at least eight, nine people of color that were head now, coach we in the NFL. People of color are black people. So here, see, here becomes my problem when people say people of color. Because mm-hmm. that includes everybody that's not white. Ron, then Ron Rivera would make two. So uh, any anybody w- that's Hispanic, it counts. Anybody that's Asian counts. Anybody that's middle. It, basically, everybody that's not white okay. counts. So, so right now it's two. It's Ron Rivera. And it's uh, who am I? Who am I missing? Tomlin. Uh, Mike yes. Tomlin. Mike Tomlin. Yeah. You know what? He's been in so long, we forget about. I know. Him. <laughs> I know. He's, he's such an institution. Yes, I just like, oh, good old Mike. Yes. So more than two. You said eight or nine. So eight. Eight out of thirty-two. What is the percentage of that? Because I don't know. I've don't ask me to head. do math. Break out I'm, the old I'm calculator. About to do it. I'm about to do it. Fifteen. Oh, look at look at Friday Night Lights look with the math that. brain. Was he right? Uh, it's twenty-five percent. Oh, you're not even close. Never mind. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. I am uh, not going to praise okay. that. <laughs> so we say 25% should be black. And and I and these are just questions I'm posing because I always want to know what people mean when they say this. What what are we talking about? Mm-hmm. Because we got to have we got to have facts and things to come with. So, we say 25%. Do we go with what the population of black people is in this country and do do it based on that or do we say it needs to be 25%? Well, it needs to be 50%. I think it would be I think it's important uh in a league that is made up of and this is a real number 77% black I think it's important that that then forget population of country. How about population of the league? Okay, so then here comes my other question. 
Because what are we talking about? Are we t- this? We're about to have uncomfortable conversations with a black woman because I want to know what we're talking. We're about also here. uncomfortably close to hitting the the break. Can we can we pick we this up on com- the other side? We can. Okay. Okay. That's the magic of radio. We will carry this over. In fact, Keely and I will not speak a single word to one another <laughs> in the time it takes to go to break and then come back. Keely Ferguson, WPTV News Channel Five, WFLX Fox Twenty Nine. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN One Hundred Six Three. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken LaVica. That is me, and we're presented by... The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. The Dolphins coaching job. The vacancy... Is it desirable? One through five, least to most. How desirable is it? Because it's been a crap show over the last 48 hours. I mean, you could say it's been a crap show the last 20 years, but definitely the last 48 hours, not good. It's Thursday. That means it's Keeley Ferguson, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. Stone the Banowitz, Friday Night Lights, running things here until 2 o'clock. Don't forget Josh Cohen and the home team, 4 o'clock today, and then 5.55, the second dose of Evan Cohen. All right, so Keely, I want to get back to, yeah, and yeah, we'll yeah. get to we'll get to your calls as well. Um, but I want to get back to at least a, a, a little bit of the discussion we were having about Brian Flores, mm-hmm. the lawsuit, and how much representation people of color and you know black people of color that realm. I think that that people of color is important with this entire thing. But what he's trying to accomplish with the lawsuit and what we need to see in the NFL. Okay, but here's here's the thing. Again, with the whole people of color thing, I can't I can't fight my fight and your fight right now. You know what I mean? Like I, I need to, I, if I if I am for if for women's equality, mm-hmm. I got to try to stay in that lane right now. I can't fight men's rights because that that is a movement, by the way. <laughs> I can't fight. Oh men's yeah, rights which right is now. completely silly. Is it white males? No. You should look into it before you say that. No, I'm good. No, you should look into it. But anyway, look. I'm just saying you should. You should. When it comes to custody battles and stuff like that, men overwhelmingly. Oh, well, that's a little bit different. How is it different? That's what men's rights is about. That's what I said. You should look into it before you say that. You're speaking out of ignorance. Don't do that. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. You're right. right. Get your life together. All right. We're on the same wavelength now. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) But anyway. But my, See how she scolds me on my own show, and you know what? It's okay, because that's why she's the show queen. <laughs> the show queen. I wish everybody saw that. Yeah. Keely looking down on Ken, yelling at him. No, not looking. <laughs> it was no looking down, but what she's doing, she's 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 wise, and she's guiding I'm me. I'm the wise old owl. But anyway, but but my point, my point for saying that is, okay, if we're talking about discrimination amongst black head coaches— then, you, then that's what we have to talk about because people of color is so broad because here's what you can't do. You can't come to me now when the NFL has 25% people of color but one black head coach and say it's discrimination. Don't do that. Don't, you know what I mean? Or say we need diversity and then you hire a bunch of white women. Don't do that. Say what you mean. If you want black women hired, you need to say that. If you want black men hired, you need to say that. And in this lawsuit, Brian Flores, he's he's advocating for for black coaches, right? right. Specifically, black coaches. He is okay, and I'm fine with that. And I I use the term people, but of color. he doesn't have black coaches. Not his right hand man is not black. His lawyers aren't black. You mean you tell me you couldn't find any black lawyers? So so he, so here becomes. 
I'm not saying you can't fight that fight. This is what I'm talking about, un- uncomfortable conversations with a black woman. I'm not saying you can't fight that fight. But you can't look at the NFL some type of way and say, you don't hire black people when you don't hire black people. Why you don't hire black people? Mike Tomlin's right-hand man is black. Why isn't yours? It was. You fired him. T- tell me. You, out, of, out of the two law firms that he had, because this is when you got way too much time to research, he, there are 49 people combined on the staffs of those two law firms. Mm-hmm. There are three black people total combined with those two law firms. And his main law firm, the Winthrop Law, uh, I think it's Win- Winthrop, I have to look at it, Law Group, they have no black people on their staff. No black attorneys, no paralegals, the marketing person's not even black. You don't hire black people, so why are you looking at these white people and say you got to hire us when you don't even do that? Who is the right hand man that you're you were talking about with Brian Flores? Um, his his assistant head coach. Oh, got you. Got his you. assistant head coach okay, is okay, not black. Okay. It was it was Jim Caldwell. I just wanted to yeah right right. I just wanted to be sure because I I actually was kind of lost on that. And too. I don't know who and I don't know Willie Taggart's views on things like this. I, I don't know, but here's what I do know. FAU head coach by the way. Yes, uh, the Haggerty family. Mm-hmm. Haggerty uh, family. Yes. Look at say, him. I'm the voice right. of FAU, say and right Keely is the one who has the, the, the sponsorship <laughs> down. Damn, you are on. I'm trying, man. How can a family head coach Willie Tanger? Thank uh, you. It's the coffee. <laughs> but his right-hand man is Raymond Woody. Yes. That man has been with him ev- everywhere. 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 USF, Oregon, Florida yes. State. Yes. Yeah. And this is how this works. People bring along people that they know, and that's fine. But if we want to see more black representation at the head, you got to start hiring these these other coaches to be your coordinators because that's who gets the head coaching job. Mm-hmm. These assistant head coaches and these coordinators. So I'm not saying he doesn't have a legitimate claim, but certain people, I start looking at side eye. I'm like, I, it's the right message, but I don't know if, if I want you as the messenger. Just my take. Okay, I think it's fair. And I think that it speaks to Mike Tannenbaum said it yesterday. Evan Cohen said it yesterday on this show that uh, they advocate or believe that uh, focusing on on black hires, minority hires at assistant positions at the lower levels will populate the pool to a point mm-hmm. where then there will be more qualified. And I'm not saying there's not qualified black coaches now, but it may even eliminate the need to say, hey, you need to interview two black coaches because the pool is going to be so right. populated with black coaches. Right. And I think that's sort of along the lines of a little bit of of where you stand on the entire right. thing. And it starts at the GA level. Yes. I start, you yes. know, I again took the liberty of looking up the GAs for at least, I know FAU's GAs, I think both their GAs are white. The GA for Florida is white. Uh, Miami doesn't have their GAs yeah. set, I don't think. So I FAU mean, did have two black GAs a year ago. So you have so you have that. And so and, and my point is these are that that's the bottom the bottom mm-hmm. job yeah, yeah and those jobs end up rising to the top so i'm again i'm not saying that we don't need to fix this but we have to start looking at things from a more foundational level and here's the other thing what are black people black people black people black people mm-hmm. what are we really prepared to do you see what i'm saying and so that's why i had the conversation about his attorneys i know attorneys only make up like four percent of of the entire attorney pool but you can't tell me you couldn't find a, a black personal injury lawyer or law firm like you, you can't tell me you couldn't find one you can't i mean i and i do i try to do this in my own personal life because i can't sit here and say i'm for diversity and change but the people in my immediate circle the people who we hire aren't black our mm-hmm. pest control dude is black mm-hmm. black electrician 
like the people that we hire in a lot of instances are blacks. And sometimes it doesn't always work out, but my OBGYN is black. Mm -hmm. Our kid's first pediatrician was black. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to find them sometimes. It's not that they don't exist, but when you're looking for specialists sometimes, it, it becomes so, more difficult. There's a black vet, by the way. Unfortunately, we can't go to her because she's way in South Florida. I mean, South Florida. She's in Fort Lauderdale. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we ain't taking a dog down there. But yeah. my point is, don't tell me you're an agent of change, but you want them to do the change and you not change. So what you're saying is, hey, if you're going to advocate for, for uh, black success, then you got to follow through and make sure you're doing your part to make sure that black success is possible. Yes, because it can't just be about tell these white people what to do. Here, white people, you fix it. Uh-uh. White people have a part in it, but for sure. I mean, it is in it is an NFL where 31 of the 32 teams have a white owner, and then the other owner is Shad Khan of the Jaguars. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I, I do think it's legitimate expectation to say, hey, white people, you need a, to do a significant amount here in the NFL to help this. And so, if we're talking about ownership, because I feel like that is a... Because that, if we... Some of the ownership. I have not delved into all of the ownerships. But for example, I, this is a different sport, but I fell down the Wikipedia rabbit hole one day and started looking up the Arison family, Mickey Arison, owner of the Miami Heat. And I was trying to figure out how they made their money. Well, that's family money. It wasn't, oh, he owned Carnival or worked at Carnival. The family started Carnival. Mm -hmm. That's how that works. This is generational wealth. Mm -hmm. This mm -hmm. is why Bob Johnson was able to own the then Charlotte Bobcats. And his family has generational wealth. Now, does that happen a lot with black people? It does not. But again, where are what are we willing to do as a community of black people? If you feel like players, if you feel like there's an issue, you don't, you know what, you don't have to play. You don't. Brian Flores, there's an issue with them, this man doing this in year one. You don't have to cope. Mm -hmm. You have made money. Unless you were stupid, unless you Antoine Walker'd your money. <laughs> You don't have to coach. I understand you love that, but what are you about? Are you about money and coaching? Are you about integrity? So don't come in here year three when you get fired and say, oh, this violated my principles. It violated your principles in year one. Quit then and file your lawsuit then. You see what I'm saying? Don't, don't come to me on the back end because now, now, now I'm side-eyeing your motives. Mm -hmm. Don't use black people as a ploy. Don't say I'm for the community as a ploy to now jump to get people to jump on this bandwagon with you because Can you lost your job. Now, he could be he could be a saint in this and say, no, I believe this thing. But it's harder for me to believe you in year three when in year one this happened. But I also have a hard time believing that Brian Flores should have been as a gainfully employed head coach, especially in year one, outing his owner. Like I it's to me it is in the Why same. Not? It's in the same neighborhood as uh, some sort of assault happening, and someone doesn't come forward right away because uh, they're uncomfortable with the ramifications. And then all of a sudden, uh, it, it, when when they do finally come forward, it's oh well, that was two years ago. So it's obviously a, there's a reason you're coming out now. So here, I thought about that same thing, and here is where I would differ with that. Uh, a couple of reasons. One, a, a lot of times assault victims, if we're if we're talking about man to woman assault victims, it's usually a, a man is in charge and then a woman is the subordinate. And so a lot of times her money truly is on the line and her ultimate livelihood is on the line. Brian Flores, you coached 
with Bill Belichick for years. Again, unless you Antoine Walker, your money, you good. And you are now willing to say, I may never coach again. It's kind of like when Colin Kaepernick said, I may never be able to do this again. So you got to have your money up. Your money wasn't up in year one. You made that much between one and three to where you're like, okay, now I'm good. If I never do it again, I'm okay. It's not the same. It's not the same for, from that standpoint at all. Ken Levick alive with Keely Ferguson, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29, and I do appreciate you using Antoine Walker as a verb. Uh, <laughs> the, the Dolphins coaching job, is it desirable? One through five, least to most. Where would you rank that? And also the Brian Flores lawsuit. Uh, any reaction to, to what Keely had to say? Is, is he not doing a good enough job while he's trying to send a message of, hey, we need more opportunities for black people in the NFL. We need more diversity in hiring. Is he not doing enough because he actually is not following through with those in the black coaching community? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Skyler is in Texas. What's going on, Skyler? Not much. Um, I gotta say, I'd give two different rankings depending on the background of the interviewee. Okay. Um, if I'm coming into this and this will be my first head coaching experience, um, I'm just coordinator coming in. It's a zero. I, I absolutely don't even want to deal with it. Yeah. If I have some prior head coaching experience, maybe I'd give it the two. But the reason is, you not only do you have to overcome this noise and all the play out with the lawsuit, you have to overcome all that you got to follow up two winning seasons in a division where you're going to play the Bills and the Patriots both twice a year. It's a good point. You are following up a coach who did have success. It wasn't playoff success, but you did have success. Uh, and appreciate the call, Skyler. Listen, the, the Dolphins are complicated. They're so, so complicated. <laughs> On the field, they're complicated because you've got a quarterback that you, you don't know. Mm-hmm. And anytime he breathes, it's, that was not elite. That wasn't like Herbert breathes. Like it, it, it's 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 always going to be a conversation. You're so deficient on one side of the ball, mm-hmm. but then also now you have all of the swirling around your front office, and it's yet another Stephen Ross ownership scandal that's taking place. It's not. It's a two, a two out of five for the Miami Dolphins but, in terms of head coach desirability. But you know what? People still, people are still going to want to come here. And then the the best analogy is people still want to coach the Washington Commanders. They're a bigger mess. They oh, always yeah. got some shenanigans going With on. With the true blue POS owner. Yes. Yeah. They always got something going on, but people want to coach there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Oh, 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 so I, I we have to I have to have you hear this and you might have heard this. Uh-oh. So, talking about Brian Flores and his his lawyers. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if you caught this yesterday. Douglas Waldman, I believe, is his name. One of his one of his lawyers. I've got it. Yeah, let's, uh, get, let's get the name right. Yeah, let's I want to make sure that we name. have this correct because uh, I I was begging to hear your reaction to this. Uh, let's see. Douglas. Yeah, Douglas Wigdor. Douglas Wigdor. This was on Get Up yesterday with Mike Greenberg. Uh, Douglas Wigdor uh, made a comparison about Brian Flores. Uh, and his fight now for diversity hiring in the NFL. Here's Douglas Wigdor. Dusted Wig- off Harriet Tubman. I sent it to you, Stone. You should have it. <laughs> you, I promise you, you have it. It is in the email that I sent you uh, before the show. Uh, Douglas Wigdor, uh, I can resend it if you want, because you need. Keely needs to hear this. Keely absolutely needs to hear this and needs to. I just need to get her reaction to this entire thing. So I forward it, but. Um, 
before we hear this, he made the rounds yesterday mm-hmm. on CBS, and he was on CNN, and he was on Get Up, and uh, MSNBC, and and all over the place. Uh, this is the only time, though, that this comparison was made. This is Douglas Wigdor, and the and comparison is not for everyone. But he stepped forward. Um, he's been referred to as the Rosa Parks of the NFL, and it's a testament to his character. And the litigation will create change. Let's hear it one more time. The comparison. Brian Flores is what? Um, he's been referred to as the Rosa Parks of the NFL. <laughs> Keely? Is he, though? Do you think Brian Flores is the Rosa Parks of the NFL? <laughs> I Listen. Here's here's what I don't get. It's like it, it, everybody's got to dust off the the black people we know. We know Rosa Parks. <laughs> you know who they dusted off in this one? They dusted off Mamie Teal. See, you see, yeah. you're like I am who's lost. Who's Mamie Teal? I am lost. Here's why they dusted off Mamie Teal okay. because the Let Them See documentary just came out. Oh. Mamie Teal is the mother of Emmett Till. Got oh 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 got it got it got it got yes. it. Got it. Okay. They, so they dusted her off in this. Line. I'm like y'all got uh, y'all take like. Yeah. One black history class uh-huh. yeah, in like- college, and you can remember Martin Luther King Jr., <laughs> Frederick Douglass, uh-huh. Harriet Tubman, all the people that movies have been made uh-huh. after. Exactly. We got we got an MLK movie, we got a Harriet yeah. Tubman movie. And I'm like, oh, I saw that one. Um, and we got it, Rosa Parks and, and MLK are forever mm-hmm. linked yeah. because that's what started the Montgomery bus boycott yeah. was Rosa Parks, um, and 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 now Mamie Till. And I don't know if I would. I don't. I'm not gonna put him with any, any of those people. Yeah, I don't. I'm not saying he's not a change agent. That's not what I'm saying. Right. But again, I'm just trying to figure out what are we? T- what is the conversation we're having, black people? Because I I feel like we're all over the place. I suppose if if Brian Flores was the Rosa Parks of the NFL, if we're talking about sacrifice, if we're talking about a, you know like Rosa Parks made made big sacrifice. I mean, she was arrested for what she did. Wouldn't Brian Flores have quit after the hundred thousand dollar? I mean, that would be a more ap- accurate comparison, right? I think so. I, I mean, and so again, what are we talking about? <laughs> what, are, what are we talking about? So if we're talking about ownership. Dare you, okay. Keely. He is the Rosa Parks of the NFL, Keely. And if we're talking about ownership, okay, because we're talking about black ownership. Let's be clear. We're not talking about, because um, I was looking at the NFL owners, and I, I could have sworn I saw a couple of Asian people in there. And I don't know if they're part of Shad Khan's group, because that one Shad Khan, I know what he looks like. They would so, have been. They, they would be I'm, maybe part of ownership groups. Because they because they show they show it in the lawsuit. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, in the complaint. Um, so you've got to push an owner out to now get an ownership group in. But we have to be united as a community to even do that. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So you can't say. Oh, I'm going to I'm going to hire these people. I'm going to hire this staff that looks like this. I'm going to hire these lawyers that look like this. But but we want some ownership and we want some community houseway. As Kanye said, houseway. <laughs> how can how are we supposed to do that? <laughs> and so it's like you got to now you have to make white people do this. That is fair. There's some things that white people. Mm-hmm. People on top mm-hmm. need to do. Mm-hmm. But there are also some things that black people need to do that black people forget about. And we keep making it an outside problem when it's both. It's both and. Uh, when we come back, I want to talk about Brian Flores in particular and talk about his football acumen. But also, I think it ties into his claims and what he is trying to advocate for now. And I took some heat about this. And so I'll, I'll, uh, I will describe it. When we come back, because 
I, I do think there's a discussion to be had about whether or not people think Brian Flores should still be the head coach of the Dolphins if he was treated unfairly, and then subsequently what's taken place after the Dolphins made the decision that Brian Flores was not going to be their head coach anymore. We'll, try to, we'll tie it together when we return. By the way, time to unlock the fridge for the biggest game of the year. Visit AJ's American Grill, McKenna's Twisted Tuna Jupiter, the Draft House, or Dave's Last Resort to enter. All you have to do is scan the QR code on site, fill out the form. This is courtesy of Budweiser. One lucky fan receives a mini fridge full of Budweiser. Budweiser's the king of beer since 1867. It's brought to you by Southern Eagle, who reminds you to drink responsibly. There's official contest rules at ESPNWestPalmContest.com. Again, Budweiser wanting you to unlock the fridge for the biggest game of the year. All you have to do is visit AJ's American Grill, McKenna's, Twisted Tuna, Jupiter, the Draft Tosser, Dave's Last Resort to enter by scanning the QR code on site and filling out the form. One lucky fan receives a mini fridge full of Budweiser. Check that out up before the big, 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 biggest game of the year just less than two weeks from now. She's Keely Ferguson, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Lavica. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. You are listening to Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken Lavica. Presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. Keely Ferguson Thursday here on it. Ken Levick Alive. Keely Ferguson, you'll see her tonight. WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. Uh, let's go to Twitter real quick. And uh, at KLV1063, by the way, you can weigh in on anything. Uh, is the Dolphins head coaching job diminished or damaged? And we have gotten a lot of reaction to this. We've been talking about the desirability of the Dolphins head coaching job because it's February 3rd. There's no coach. Jim Harbaugh is going back to college. We're 48 hours in into the, the, the biggest scandal in the NFL and the biggest scandal in American sports. Uh, it, it, it doesn't look good. It doesn't look promising. I don't feel great about the entire thing. Coach Clark tweets, as long as Stephen Ross is the owner, huge yes, the Dolphins head coaching job is damaged uh mark sheffield says can an experienced coach seriously consider an owner who's potentially not 100 wanting to win this may be an opportunity for an inexperienced coach to come with less pressure to win right away uh noah dupont says i don't think the job's damaged there's only 32 of these jobs each person thinks they're going to be great at it when they get it also as we all know failing as a head coach doesn't even remotely end your career as a football coach in the nfl there's something to that, but I do think that the, there are guys that know that their opportunity is coming and uh, they would pass on this because they know next cycle it's going to be their mm-hmm, time. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. Brian Dable could have been a head coach after last year, but he knew. He knew there was going to be more head coaching mm-hmm. openings and now he's in New York. Uh, Mike G says, I think the combination of Flores' suit and the Dolphins' constant soap opera led to Jim Harbaugh's statement about staying in Michigan for as long as they'll have him. I don't think he wants to be a part of the NFL hiring discussion right now because the Vikings was a good job. Vikings is a decent job. Mm-hmm. They've got more there than the Dolphins do. I don't think there's any yeah, doubt about snow. that. Snow, Yeah, a lot of snow, <laughs> a lot of cold. Yes, for sure. All right, I tweeted something that made some people upset. Uh-oh. Earlier, 10 again, at KLV 106.3. I'm torn with Brian Flores. I truly appreciate his rightful battle with the NFL. There's a big problem there. But he also hasn't answered to one smear 
that he claims the Dolphins levied against him and clearly had a bad staff and relationship issues. I was okay when the Dolphins parted ways with Flores, and I feel better about it now. There's just a lot there with him. Okay, and what was the bad Is that unfair? Is that unfair? That is, this is nuance? Yeah, <laughs> but is it unfair that, that I think that there's just a lot around Brian Flores and I could see why the Dolphins parted ways with him after three seasons? And so, uh, to answer your question... Yes, that's fair. Here becomes the problem that a lot of uh, black people, particularly some of my black friends, I'm um, the I'll say the less liberal of of my friends. I won't I won't say the C word. I am less liberal than some of my friends. But one of the things that one of my friends, if I could use his voice, he would say this is what black people have been screaming is that you have to be perfect Mm -hmm. to like you you have to be a quote unquote perfect victim. And I I get his point. But at the same time, can you, to the point we were making a couple segments ago, can you just be a jerk and truly just hard to work with? Yeah. Because some people, I think you were saying this during the break, some people feel like, well, white, white guys can be jerks. White men, not white women. And get more benefit of the doubt. And give, give them more benefit of the doubt. That's what people say. Is that really true? I don't know. Yeah. I, I, and I, the only reason I say that is because a lot of this is how people feel Mm -hmm. i heard i have a a a good friend i was just telling you about her during the break and she was saying i'm one of the only black teachers at my school i have to do this i have to do that i said why you don't have to Mm -hmm. you you don't have to Mm -hmm. and i think this is this is the part where i'm saying black people what are we really willing to do black is 70 percent of the nfl players what are you really willing to do the reason that colin kaepernick was out on that ledge by himself because he knew people were not gonna come out there with him he was what ready we, to go it alone. Because you, you have to be. But yeah. what are you really willing? If you really want to spark change and make a movement, it's going to take more than just uh, Colin Kaepernick and, and yeah. two or three people. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know Bri- what I mean? Brian Flores, it, it, let's go through the smears of him that he says the Dolphins levied against him. And it was there was a lot that came out after the Dolphins fired Brian Flores because Brian Flores seemed like a sure thing come back next year. Mm-hmm, Some would say, mm-hmm. wow, he did an excellent job mm-hmm. after he started 1-7 last year. But but Stone, the, the Dolphins coaching staff, there was constant turnover all three years, correct? Oh, yeah. There's no question about that. That's factual. Mm-hmm. There, there. You mm-hmm. simply have to look at the mm-hmm. stats. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did he have a different offensive coordinator every single year? Yes. Yes. Did he have three offensive coordinators in year three? Yes. And in the middle of games, switching off calling the plays, yeah. which is uh, absurd. That's a problem. Tua's trainer came out uh-huh. and said he and Tua don't get yep. along. Essentially, did Brian Flores make the decision after the Dolphins had a blowout win at San Francisco last year to change quarterbacks and put Tua in as the starter? Yes. Yes, he did that. Did he make the decision to start pulling his rookie quarterback out of fourth quarters, potentially stunting his development? All his decisions. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So there is plenty there to question Brian Flores Mm -hmm. about just from an X's and O's standpoint. Right. Just from a managing the roster and his coaching staff standpoint, let alone things we don't know about his relationship with Chris Greer. Right. Who is black? Who is black? Let's continue to point that out. That's true. The general manager is black. But has he... And two... Heaven forbid two black people don't get along. (laughs) Two black people cannot get along. And it's okay. But then then we want to say the Dolphins practice discrimination. Make that make sense. I got something right here. Or like the children say, the math ain't mathin'. I got something for you, Keely. Ha! Take a few steps back. (laughs) 
to go. You ain't got the answers, man. You ain't got the answers. I just said, I don't, just it up for I don't it understand it. I don't, I don't understand, but go ahead, Ken. Uh, but, but also, too, he hasn't answered to, did he want Deshaun Watson? Was he the one who was, per reports, trying to go get Deshaun Watson? He hasn't answered to any of that. Is he going to consider that a smear? Uh, he hasn't answered to his relationship with Chris Greer. He hasn't answered to any of these things that have come out. He says that he was smeared in the lawsuit, but where where is any sort of answering to any of that? So for me, like, yeah, he thinks he was fired unfairly, but I can think of plenty of things on the field, team performance, mm-hmm. starting a season one and seven, that I'm okay with him no longer being the Dolphins' head coach. Was it surprising? Sure, but was I jaw drop agape? Oh my god, no, no. Um, I'm with you. I have a question. Okay. <laughs> Cause there, there are level, there are levels to whiteness. There's levels to this. Where, where are your people from? I know you're from Chicago. Uh, East Europe. East Europe. Where are your people? Where are your people from? The Carolinas. Before that. The Late. Carolinas. Germany. Germany. In 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 the scale of whiteness. <laughs> pretty white. You're pretty white. <laughs> yeah. When you're from Europe, you're pretty, you're pretty white. Yeah. And do either of you just real talk? Did you feel like when they said this stuff about Brian Flores that, oh, he's just an angry black man? Not once. No, but I can see where... That, no, nope. You didn't feel that way, right? I just... And now, granted, I have only polled these two white yeah, men. Yeah, I was going to say how so I I'm feel at, about... I'm, I'm just at 100%. A dope. I'm just a, a, a... But you're a white dude. Y'all are supposed to be the, the cream of the crop, right? The pit, well, not you, but not no, me. No, 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 no. Don't put me I'm in saying? that spot. So if you're gonna say if you're gonna say that, I just feel like is that a feeling? Because because for too long, things have been like that for Black people. We have been marginalized, and now we just carry that weight with us everywhere. We carry that weight of they're gonna think I'm an angry Black woman. And you know what? Then you just gonna then I be that. Well, you can. I mean, you can speak to it better than me because I don't live that experience. But I don't. But I don't. And I don't feel that way. And you know why I don't feel that way? I just got. And maybe because I got kids and a dog and a husband. I just have too much of that. And one of my ch- children is special needs. I don't have time mm-hmm. to think about what random white dude or random white chick got to say about well, me. me. I just ain't got time for it. So the the tweet that but I maybe I'm old. I mean, but. <laughs> I mean, maybe. And that's what I just want us to evolve to <laughs> as a people. Stop caring that much about what people, what you what you think people think, what you think people think. Because well, they may not. They got their own stuff to worry about. I want to get your response to this then. So I read the tweet that I sent out there. Torn with Brian Flores. I truly appreciate his battle with the NFL. There's a big problem there. But he also has an answer to one smear and clearly had staff and relationship issues. I was okay when the Dolphins parted ways. I feel better about it now. There's just a lot there with him. So Dory tweeted a reply. With that, black people are brought into working situations where they need to put out flames that are started from someone else. When they don't fix it fast enough or on the terms of their bosses, they're fired. This isn't just NFL, but it's very visual here. Do you agree with that? That has not been my experience. Okay. I will I will say I can see that happening. Mm-hmm. Me and too. So, and so I agreed with it. And so but so what do you do? Do you not take the job? So cuz there really there're two alternatives. You cuz I I feel like what what people are saying, this is what you're saying without saying it. And maybe this is true. I haven't polled enough white people to figure this out that companies go 
we have a problem and we need to find a scapegoat. So hmm, let's go find black people to hire and put in these positions so we can fire them and then say we hired somebody black. Is that happening? Possibly. But if you're if you're Hugh Jackson, Hugh Jackson says that he was brought in as the head coach of the Browns and they you were. Need, ex- you need to go somewhere. But but he, I was listening to Hugh this morning. I was like, Hugh, you need to go somewhere. They, they were experimenting with analytics and they basically made him the, the scapegoat, the experimental head coach while they were trying to transition their front office concepts about how they were going to build mm-hmm, a roster. The four-year plan. Don't mm-hmm. you buy that, that there is some realism to that? Yes, but here was my issue with Hugh. Hugh says, you know, they have they structured it as bonuses in my contract. I'm not going to say they did it like Brian Flores because so he's now admitting it's not the same thing. They didn't offer him incentives, but they did offer him bonuses to do certain things that either I missed it or he didn't allude, didn't say what those bonuses were. But then Jay Williams asked a very important question. He essentially said, bro, you didn't read your contract because if because he said, I'm not good with this. If you're not good with it, walk. See, this, this becomes my issue. The layperson can't do that. I get it. You work at Mickey D's, you, and you got an issue with senior management, and you feel like senior management is – and when I say McDonald's, I don't mean McDonald's Corporation. I mean you work, you own fries, and you got an issue <laughs> with the manager. You feel like it's discrimination. Yeah, you can't necessarily walk. But we are talking about an elite group of black people, and if you feel like your integrity is being questioned, then you walk. You're one. Period. Would you walk out of a job, uh, a TV job? Say you were in New York. Uh-huh. Say you got that network job. Would you walk out of it if you felt that you were being wronged or being made to be a scapegoat? I probably wouldn't because I like I, I have responsibilities and like the money. But um, and so but I maybe may not Hugh be a Jackson yeah. he has responsibilities but and he wants the money too. The, now where are we? Because are we in year one and I don't have a and I don't have a bunch of money? Right. You see what I'm saying? I understand you're like, I got principles and integrity, but I got bills to pay, and I only got $10,000 in the bank. What if Hugh Jackson, this is his one shot to be a coach. Has he had been a head coach after that? No. Look at Jim Caldwell. He mm-hmm. brought the Lions to the playoffs, and he was coaching a Super Bowl, and he can't get another job. So, th- so again, my point is what's important to you. And, that's, and here's the thing. That's fine. I don't begrudge you for feeling like I want to take this opportunity. I want to take this thing. I may never get it again. But what you can't come to me in five years and say, oh, they were doing this to me in year one or year two or year three after I already made my money, and now that I got fired, now I'm like, oh, man, it was wrong then. You should have quit then. These are not these are not children we're talking about. These are grown men that are supposed to be leaders and leaders of men. So if you are that, then say that. Now, I, it's also bad to ask me right now about a network job because my husband don't play them games. Uh-huh. And so if I would have told him, <laughs> he is one of those people that he is quick to cut it off. Yeah. We can go find another one. They don't do this. You got. I'm like, but bro, we got bills. My, <laughs> we got bills listen, to pay. Da, I can tell you one. That is, he is not that dude. He will cut it off and we'll figure it out later. That's him, though. That's why I marry him so he can keep me on the straight and narrow with it. I am <laughs> I'm curious. Like, Let's take the money. I am curious. Is it? Is it? Uh, a, a like if if it were Robin right. Roberts, like if I had Robin Roberts money, yeah. and some stuff is is sideways, I'm out. Yeah, it drives the point home. To your point, it drives the point home harder. When you just cut it off instantly, like Hugh, go out year one. Brian, go out as soon as he offers you the hundred thousand dollars. Right, a- and the yacht. They got they. He's like, oh, we're on the yacht together, 
And it was, I think, I know him and Stephen Ross. I want to say Chris Greer was there, but don't quote me on that. But I do know they had a, uh, a player that they weren't supposed to be tampering with, and the player conveniently happened to show up on the yacht, too. And he was like, <laughs> I left. And I'm like, okay, I, I got you. Let me ask this. Is it is it diminishing Brian Flores and Hugh Jackson's accusations that they are coming out well after the fact with these accusations against their owners. Is it diminishing Brian Flores and Hugh Jackson that they have waited so long to make the allegations of loss incentive with their owners? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Team owners. Team owners. I want to make sure I get that wording right. Team owners. The team owners, Brian Flores, Hugh Jackson, does it diminish Does it diminish their allegations that they've waited so long to make them? 888-760-3776. I have to say another thing, too. Mm-hmm. Listen, uh, what are we, the Wigger, Wigdor Law Group? Doug, yeah, Doug, Douglas Wigdor. Um, I, Douglas Wigdor. I think that when we're talking about some of these some of these attorneys and some of these groups and some of the things that they put in the language of the complaint, mm-hmm. like stop saying stuff is a plantation because slaves didn't have a choice. They didn't have a choice. Uh, I don't know if you saw. I actually have the audio of it, but I don't I don't I don't have it prepared. Brian Flores was visibly uncomfortable when asked about that on CBS yesterday. The wording in the lawsuit mm-hmm. about the plantation mm-hmm. he to where he like paused for a good 10 seconds on national television and then like answered something not even completely related to that J- just yeah. to speak to your point yeah because because he knew that wasn't right yeah D- people try to make these slavery references where where you shouldn't make them the accusations that brian flora is making uh, incentivizing losses against Stephen Ross and Hugh Jackson uh, incentivizing losses with the Browns. He was on KJZ this morning. Do you think it diminishes it because they waited so long to make those accusations? I'm fine with it. I think that it happened. It deserves to come out. But Keely, you say why it's a, it's a bigger, more message-sending stand to immediately, if you say, hey, that is ruining the integrity of the game and it is putting me in jeopardy, I'm out. It does, if you're Brian Flores, for sure. I get Hugh Jackson. I do. I get when you're like, okay, somebody else came out and I can say this. Thing. Yeah. That's, that's how when we, you mentioned assault earlier. That's how that happens. When people are like, this the 20th mm-hmm. person that came out, the 20th, mm-hmm. people feel more comfortable. Mm-hmm. I get that. There has to be... A, a first person that comes out. Yeah. But but where Hugh Jackson lost me was essentially almost saying he didn't read his contract. He said he did read it, but then he said I wasn't good with it. Then I, I don't then what are we talking about? How are we still going forward if you're not good with it? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Hugh Jackson, Brian Flores, have they diminished their allegation against team ownership by waiting years to come and speak about it? Jamal's in a truck. Jamal's on Ken Levick Alive. What's going on, Jamal? How you doing? Um, I'm a big fan of the show, and I appreciate the conversation. Um, I and, and cut me off at any time. Um, I, I want to address uh, um, certain things. I don't think they diminish their, their reputation, for one, because Hugh Jackson already went through the process with the NFL. Yes, he didn't come out like Brian Flores did because you don't want to diminish your opportunity to have the head coach, mm-hmm. even though he wasn't hired after the, Brown, the Browns um, um, fired him. 
right? Right. But the thing with Miss Ferguson, and I want to get to this. Um, I'm, um, I, I appreciate your stand. Um, I know you're very qualified for this platform, but you have to be very careful because a lot of the viewers that's listening, you are their black voice. So my stance is you can't assume that Hugh Jackson is making X amount of money and that he can afford to, to quit um, because he's making X amount of money. But when Ken asked you the question, you said you wouldn't quit because of the bill. That, that's my number one issue. And another issue that I have with you, Ms. Ferguson, and again, it's out, of, it's out of respect, but another issue that I have with you is you cannot say that um, Flores should have quit after year one because of the $100,000, but the, the main premise of Flores' lawsuit is discrimination. He only filed discrimination because of their Belichick text messages. So that wouldn't happen in year one. It only happened because of a mistake with Bill Belichick, whether Bill Belichick did it on purpose or not. So I, as a black man, an African-American man, I feel like you are the voice of black people right now as we speak. So you have to be very, very careful with what you say because white folks that aren't in favor of black head coaches can use your talking point to, to make their argument and say, hey, before, um, um, the, you know, the, the African-American woman on the radio said it. I understand what you're saying is, is in good faith, and I understand what you're saying is with integrity. You believe what you're saying. But sometimes it's not what you say, it's how you say it. You have to be very careful with how others will interpret what you're saying because you can't, you can't assume that Hugh Jackson can afford to quit. You can't do that. Jamal, that, that, appreciate it, the a, call. Jamal, I'm so sorry to cut you off. We got to get to get to a break, but appreciate the call. Black voice. So, um, well, Jamal is still there. Uh, well, now you hug up on him. But here becomes the question for, for me. What I want to know is how does the Bill Belichick text message have anything to, that's the only reason he felt discrimination. Brian Flores has been in the league for a very, very long time. So I'm not saying that this wasn't, discrimination but what why why are we doing it right now that's all i'm saying and and can two things be true at the same time can you be black and a jerk this is this and that's and that's all i'm saying and why is it that i have to say it this way as opposed to this way because what you didn't address you didn't address anything i said about who he chose to hire you left that out jamal you didn't address that out of the 49, 49, Jamal, 49 people on the two law firms that he chose to represent him, you got three black people, and they are not the partners. So they can go at any time. Please address that. Please address why you, your right-hand person in command on your staff is not black. Address that for me. So what you can't say to me is, oh, you're going to make these white people think this when the black person we're talking about might subscribe to those same things. Make that make sense for me. Keely Ferguson, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken LaVica. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken LaVica. Presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. 
Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. Hey, EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is, yes, getting hot again. There was a fleeting winter. It lasted a whole 40 hours, and now it's going to be in the 70s this weekend, going to get up into the 80s, and so, well, it is February summer. We've arrived in South Florida. Time to put away the coats. Time to make sure the AC is good to go. You don't want to get screwed over when you hit April and it's 85 degrees and your AC goes down and suddenly you're having to stay at a hotel. Make sure the AC AC is good to go. You've been given a little bit of a reprieve and a little bit of a chance to get ahead. Take advantage. EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is yes. EDSAirConditioning.com. Been doing it since 2006. They're a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train, and they're working appointment schedules around you. I'm telling you, listen to your boy. This is the time to get your AC taken care of. EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is yes. Get everything lined up, whether it's maintenance or a complete overhaul at EDSAirConditioning.com. Com. Larry is in West Palm. Larry, you're on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Larry? How you doing, guys? Good. Big, big, big fan of you guys. I'm listening. I've never called in, but um, I, it struck me the conversation I had to say and chime in a little bit about what um, I'm thinking. I am an African uh, African American man. Um, I do. I have coached not little league, but not in the NFL. Um, but I. I do agree with the, the last caller. Keely, um, I respect you, and no disrespect on this, um, but you do have to be very careful as a African-American spokesperson because some of the feelings that you're saying or some of the advice that you're giving or comments that you're making isn't taken very well right now. And one of the things that we have to understand is this is a historic event that has never been done, a, a black or African-American coach that is suing the NFL for discriminatory reasons, that is a huge, a huge story. And to do that and knowing the scrutiny and the sacrifice that he's making may never coach again is very huge. One of the things that I did hear you said, that you did say was he should have hired an African-American or why not? hire an African-American attorney, well, that's the whole reason for this case. Just because you're black, it doesn't mean you have to hire an African-American attorney because we would be doing the same thing that the owners are doing, something that's likewise they're hiring a coach that looks like themselves. Larry, I'm going to have to, I'll let Keely respond, but I'm going to have to because we're getting tight on time. Sorry, Larry, appreciate the call. Appreciate it. Or uh, Yeah, Larry, right? Yeah, okay. I, I, I hear what he's saying, and a lot of people will say that point. But how do you get people promoted if you don't hire within? That, that, I mean, that, that's the way all of this works. People hire who they know and who they like. And so he knows black people. And so you're telling me, again, if you want to make it better for black people, part of that does start in-house, A. B, are we a monolith or not? So what you can't say to me is, you have to be careful because you're the spokesperson. What did I become, Al Sharpton? And I'm fine. Listen, I'm fine have a say, saying what I say, but you cannot say not all black people think alike, but then turn around and say to me, but you got to say this. Don't do that. Either we're a monolith or we're not. And also, Brian Flores did say on CBS yesterday, he knows many black coaches that are either as qualified, if not more qualified, than many of the head coaches in the NFL. And that speaks to your point than 
Would Why it? aren't they on your staff? I just, and, and listen, I'm just using that as a, a way to to back up what what you were saying. I mean, it's complicated. It's, it's, it's complicated, nuanced. It's extremely it nuanced. But Keely, great stuff today. Keely Ferguson, WPTV News Channel Five, WFLX Fox Twenty Nine, and uh, the voice of Black people. Yeah. Uh, you can see her tonight on television. Keely Shepton coming your way. <laughs> WPTV after the Olympics, though.